the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. And I have a friend, and she is here with us. I know that you're going to love this testimony, the story of her life. Her name is Yvonne Peters. She lives in Tampa, Florida, and she wrote a book called Beyond the Dance. She's on social media as Yvonne Diaz Peters, and I hope you'll find her there. But Yvonne, welcome to the show. We're so glad to hear your story today. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm glad to be here. I'm so glad that you're with us. You know, I love how you love the life of surrender, <laughs> surrender to God. And that's even the tagline of your book, Thoughts from a Journey of Surrender, and how you've you've surrendered to the Holy Spirit, you've surrendered to ministry. I, I just think of so many layers in your life of serving God. And we want to hear how it all began, how you started on this journey with the Lord, and then get us up to speed with what you're doing today. Okay, well, thank you. Well, I just want to say, first of all, I'm just a full-orbed lover of Jesus. I have a dark-to-light testimony. I didn't come to faith until uh, my 20s. I kind of came in at the end of uh, the Jesus movement, and so I grew up in a wonderful moral home, but not not in a, in a spiritual home where Jesus was the center. But, man, when I fell in love with Jesus, um, I really, I fell hard. <laughs> oh, that's and good. So, yeah, it, I, it, it was a total 180 for me. Um, in, in these, you know, in, in the years that I've walked with the Lord, you know, I've expressed that love in, in several ways that have, um, you know, that have developed in, in different seasons of my life. I started pioneering dance um, as a worship expression um, in the 80s and in the 90s, I did a, a, I had spent a whole lot of time, 26 years, uh, in Israel working with the International Christian Embassy there as, first as a dancer, then a choreographer, and then the dance director. So that was a huge season of my life using dance as a worship expression, as a language for the Lord. But in these, in these last years, you know, seasons change and, uh, I find myself expressing that full-orbed love, being a conference speaker. I, I also have a Bible study in my home. I host a prayer and worship gathering on Friday nights in my home. And I work with an interesting uh, local ministry from my church that ministers to women in, you know, in the strip clubs as um, pole dancers, <laughs> which is way uh, hmm. out of my you know, realm, but it has been a very, very interesting ministry, and I have to say one that has stretched me, but um, has been a, a wonderful, uh, a wonderful addition to being able to share Jesus with people that wouldn't normally encounter him, sharing his love with others. And obviously, I don't believe in retirement. I just don't <laughs> think as long as we're breathing. Um, and have that life and that ability to shine 
and spread his love and his way. Um, I just think we should be at it. <laughs> oh, I agree totally. I don't ever want to retire from I serving the Lord <laughs> or even take a season off. I think it's good to always to be receiving, but we always also want to be giving. And part of I think that's part of how you're filled back up. But why don't we go okay. backward? I want to talk about let's just talk about dance for a while. I know at our church, the church next door in Columbus, Ohio, we have a dance team and they actually lead us in dance uh, for our worship night. So once a quarter, we'll have a worship night. And recently they did um, this song about the crown of the Lord laying down our crowns and that he was the King of Kings. And they brought in these crowns and laid them on the altar. And, Oh, it was breathtaking. Mm. Beautiful. It was really, really amazing. Beautiful women, and they spend their time praying together, and they're they're really ready to minister to the room when they show up. It's not like they're not front and center. They're almost just ushering in uh, the the love and presence of God. It's very it's very beautiful. So let's talk about dance. Tell us about. There's so many people that love dance, and it, it's so important. What what about dancing? David danced before the Lord. David danced, and I, it, dance is just inherent to um, to our, our our humankind nature. I mean, babies, as soon as they can pull up, you put some music on, and babies bobble up and down. <laughs> and you know, there, there's something about moving uh, this nonverbal language called dance. Um, through our bodies, it's an expression that we, we are able to release. And certainly we have examples with David and even in Zephaniah, the Lord literally rejoices. And that word rejoice there in that context means to spin and turn. So the Lord dances over us. How great that we can dance for him and before him. And so this whole, this whole nonverbal language that I call dance is really able to penetrate sometimes deeper than words. It's more, uh, I, I think dance is able to touch deep places in our spirit, deep, deep places in our emotions. And I've always thought that dancers take the, they're the vulnerable ones that take the risk of, um, of bringing worship, making worship viable and alive through movement and i believe that those that are that are participating that are that are being drawn in they're not being asked to take as big a risk and be as vulnerable but i think it allows their heart guards to go down and to be able to enter the experience if it's done well with with good dance leadership does that make any sense to you Oh, absolutely. I I know for me, my experience, I, I'm not a very good dancer or very coordinated, to say the least. But I, I have different prayer groups around the city that I'll, I'll pop in and we'll pray together and friends that I know. And, and these are uh, environments where it's no one's on stage. No one right. is doing anything. We're just there to pray. And uh, over time, as the night goes on, we'll we'll just begin to dance and worship yeah. the Lord. And there's a level, uh, at least for me, where you're just all of a sudden free just to honor God in movement. And, and we do that. It's so much fun. And, and doesn't it set you free? I mean, it, isn't it? I, I don't know. For me, it, it's, it's just it's freedom. Mm-hmm. It's just this amazing, amazing freedom to bow down and to lay before him and to 
you know, to lift our hands and wave them and then grab fabric and make that wave, that praise even greater, you know, with a larger dimension. Um, so, yeah, I love the language of dance. I do. And I'm just so thankful that early, early on I had a pastor that um, it was in the early charismatic days. And, you know, he was just open to people bringing whatever gifting they had. And, you know, like you said that you're not very coordinated. Well, I can't sing. And I love to sing. But, you know, you don't want to give me a mic. Or if you do, just just turn the volume <laughs> off because I can sing with my face. It's just my voice. That's not real good. But I loved to dance. And he was brave enough, you know, courageous enough to, uh, uh, you know, to allow my friend and I to to begin to move. And um, that was in the 70s, the mm. late 70s. So no, there were not very many people doing this then. I, I mean, I, I just think it's, it thrills my heart that you have a dance <laughs> team. Yeah. Um, because it's gone on and on and on. It was much greater than the few who pioneered it in those days. And I just love that. I love hearing that. It's really powerful and it really ministers to the heart of people. And, you know, but I think also I remember when my boys were in preschool, we we had this uh, music called Tiny Tot Praise and we would literally dance around the living room. You know, I was a stay at home mom and I had these little kids and we would, you know, march and dance and and praise Um, God that way. And I wanted to teach the boys how to do that. Do you think that people today, I mean, is that how could they incorporate dance into their worship of God on a daily basis? Well, I think a good start is just what you what you just said, you know, taking, um, you know, taking music. And um, I, I think with small children, because they are just so they're just so open, they're like little sponges, and it's always good to begin early. But, you know, to take a, a song, something that that would resonate with the children and explain just a little bit about the lyrics. I mean, what they're trying to say and, and then invite, you know, those children to try to express that in their body. If they couldn't use their words, how would they say those things, moving it through their bodies? And it's amazing what children, what they can come up with. And then I, I think it's a great thing to talk about the experience afterwards. Um, another way, I think, also is to use implements like use silk scarves and flags and um, tambourines and, you know, sticks that uh, just sticks that you can beat on the floor with for rhythm. It, it's just being able to pull in the senses as an expression of glory to God. I love that. Yvonne Peters, bring in the senses as an expression of glory to God. You will find more about her life and about dancing at her book, Beyond the Dance, Thoughts from a Journey of Surrender. That's Yvonne Diaz Peters. You can find her on social. If you're a dancer or love to dance, you want to grab that. Well, thanks for being with us. And I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. I want you to go to jenniferjackson.com. I have resources for you. I have a New Year's planning sheet, other episodes, recipes, so many wonderful things. You can grab a devotional there. So take a moment and go to jenniferjackson.com. 
www.simplyforwomen.com. I'm glad you've been listening. You have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.